Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. G'day scholars and welcome to the Wrestling Should Be Fun podcast. It's what the nerds are watching. I am your sometimes host, Dom Philp, on the mic. Not too hard, not too soft, but just right. We're coming to you free of charge most weeks on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts from. Best way that you can support is to rate, review, subscribe. The holy tricolon, as you know it, uh, they tell me that it works. Uh, I don't even know if... Many people have ever really done it, but they tell me that it's good gear. So get around us and we'll get around you. Hey, uh, other ways you can support is on social media. If you found us on Twitter, getting up to 12,000 followers over there, you could tweet this out. If you found us on Instagram, uh, really great content this week over on Instagram. Uh, A couple of thousand followers over there. Not really, uh, 1,500 probably if we're honest about it, but, you know, that's 2,000 odd uh, in cricket terms. And... uh, uh, make it out of the Instagram story if you wanted to. Um, and what else? Facebook, Habu Hotel, MySpace, some shit like that. Um, anyway, you could help us out there on social media. Also, coming in the future, Pro Wrestling Tea store. Uh, why don't you buy a T-shirt? Why don't you rock the Wrestling Should Be Fun brand? Uh, it's not quite fully ready to go yet, but keep an eye out uh, over the upcoming months for some exciting new releases on Pro Wrestling Tees. Wrestling should be fun. Okay, this week. Hey, uh, as you guys know, you don't need to hear this from me every week. Uh, It's a busy time of the year for a lot of the wrestling should be fun nerds. But Ross and Matt Brummett have managed to get a little two-man booth to talk about the weekend wrestling here just to keep the content going. And for all you diehard fans, I know that you guys love yourselves a little bit of Brummett. So I'm going to throw it straight over to the Yorkshire Masawa, Matty B., uh, get around us. Actually, I also did want to say very quickly, this Sunday, uh, RPW Revolution Pro Wrestling are running your call for, I guess it's called Summer Sizzler. I think that's the show they run in August. Anyway, I'm fucking going. Um, and it's my first wrestling show back at a live venue for, uh, what, 18 months, I suppose, maybe more than that. Um, and I, I know that Pete from Wrestling Should Be Fun is coming. I don't think too many of the other boys are coming this week. So if you see me there if you're a wrestling should be fun listener or supporter or you like the social media why don't you come and have a beer with me come and say g'day um if you can't tell uh maybe you just listen to my dulcet tones every week i'm the six foot six uh giant australian right um you'll see me there i'll be wearing a backwards medusa complex cap and i'll have two pints of guinness in my hands at any one time okay so come say hello if you want to if you go into rev pro hit us up on the instagram or the twitter let us know and hey maybe we'll give you some screen time in the live game day blog i'm buzzing to do one of them have a done one for years right here he is yorkshire's very own uh matthew brummett i like to call him the i don't even know where the fuck he's from the whole sunny ono here we go wrestling should be fun right so welcome dear listeners to episode 27 i believe of the of the wrestling should be fun podcast we're still on a bit of depleted cast with the Wrestling Should Be Fun, lads. Um, so we've kind of gone from Nexus to the core, but we're um, but the core is a strong one. It's the Wade Barrett and Justin Gabriel of uh, me, your temporary host, filling in for Don Van Dam, uh, uh, Brum. And we also have, I think you, you can be the Justin Gabriel, Ross. 
uh, we've got Ross the Boss Casey with us as well. So uh, what, what we've decided to do, because uh, again, me and, uh, me and Ross, very, very busy, sexy man. Um, again, not really. But we do have stuff that we need to do, so we're um, we, we're going to knock out a bit of uh, a short one, a mini app this week, where we're looking at NXT 2.0, as it has been renamed, as we both watched uh, last night's. Well, last night for us recording it may pop out a little bit later for you guys, but last night's NXT episode. I've so been watching you, a la 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 long, a la 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 long, 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 come on, a la 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 long, a la 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 la. One of the things that I was thinking, Ross, when I was watching it, is Ross is going to bloody love this. <laughs> what, what, did, what did you think, mate? Yeah, um, I, I must admit that I was coming into this with a bit of tr- tr- um, trepidation. Um, obviously, both you and I are big fans of, of NXT. Mm. Um, I'm, I, I still don't think I'll ever get used to calling it NXT 2.0, which they seem to be calling it as a full name now. Um, but you I'm can gonna make you do a shot every time on this podcast where you don't <laughs> refer to it as full name. Shot of Sambuca every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I must admit that I, that I was a little bit nervous, but also quite excited because it's been pretty clear for for like some time now that NXT took a battering in the in the one in the Wednesday night wars um, in terms of um, sentiment and in terms of ratings as AEW just grew and grew and grew. And it was obviously going head to head and was very, very similar. And post moving to Tuesday, they were, I'm, they were, I'm, I'm sure that, that, that they were absolutely hoping that it would change things and people would get back on board with the brand. And that just didn't really happen beyond the diehards like, like me and you, who still watched it and, 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 and did still enjoy it. But it definitely st- seemed to be kind of reaching a plateau point of what is NXT actually doing for WWE? beyond getting 600,000 every week and seemingly building up these stars as, as, as independent wrestlers that could potentially be WWE stars and then getting brought up and being mishandled. So I think it's a wise move. And to be honest, first impressions, very happy. I th- you're spot on in terms of what, thinking that, that I'd like this. Um, I'm sure that we'll deep dive into it, but first impressions, um, yeah, very happy. I was happy to, to see a lot of new faces, ones that we'd already seen in the transition and then some entirely new ones. Um, I'm sure we'll speak, what, that we'll speak about the former Rex Steiner. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, um, how about you? How did you feel going into the show and then like your, your, your like, top line thoughts? Yeah, I think... I don't think it's for me if 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 I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm not that's not me burying it because I think on what it was supposed to do it delivered essentially. Um but for and obviously it's always exciting to see Bull Buchanan's son. So that that ticked a box. But <laughs> um the but for me it was and and I think it's you know it's now a great space for them to develop their actual the young talent that they want to develop which i think and you actually hit the nail on the head ross is like what was nxt doing for wwe what's what actually was its purpose um because in terms of like the kind of bringing in the kind of athletes like the the less indie darlings and and build them up it wasn't doing a lot of that 
in, in, in its later guises, like well, unlike it did in its early phases. And I think now it's very much looking like it's doing that. Um, so, so I get that, and I think it's you know great that they've got a space to do it. And and I'm sure people say, oh, you've got to check out this guy, you've got to check out this match, and I'll watch the odd thing. I'm not just throwing it in a dumpster. But I, I think for now, I'm for the first time in literally forever. I think I've seen every single weekly NXT episode since it started, and the majority of the weekly FCW episodes before NXT started. I used to cover FCW for PW Torch back in the day, um, and yeah, so I think I've, I mean, that whole thing, that whole developmental for a long, long time, I've been on top of. But now, not in a kind of <laughs> a fan having a paddy, but I, I just I just don't quite think it's for me. And that's not necessarily a wrestling versus sport entertainment way. You know, we've we talked a lot about AEW um, yeah. on last week's show and how that is very, the, the best bits of it are, are very sports entertaining, you know. All Out was it's it's you know as you touched on Ross it's it's wrestling wasn't the quality of of, of other shows um, it was very good but but not maybe off the charts but it's sports entertainment was fantastic so it's not as much of that conversation it just didn't the kind of show it's becoming just didn't quite tickle my fancy but that that's not that's not shitting on it or anything I just think it's a it's a not for me Clive rather than a more than anything else but I watched it thinking this is this is right up Ross's street yeah. Um... To me, it kind of came across as a bit of um, a mix between NWA Power, which, I, which I'm not sure you've really seen much of. Oh, I, I watched a few of the early ones. I've seen I've seen single digits. I've probably seen about six, six, seven yeah. NWA Powers. So, like NWA Power is very much uh, storyline angles and then matches that don't really hit home beyond the main event, and that's very much what what this show was, right? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Let's go because again, we um, we don't we don't have to do it start to finish. But I think let, let let's drop in there because the the main event for me was it wasn't a bad match, but it was very uh like because I saw how long that was left on the clock, and it's like they've got to do a wedding segment here. <laughs> it was very it it, it reminds funnily enough talking about um um NXT moving away from its indie style. I mean the kind of 10 minute four way match that you would like do all the moves four way match that you'd see shitloads on the indies. That's what, that's what that match was for me. Yeah. Um, rather than a, rather than a traditional big title match main event, it was a, it was a 10 minute four way indie match, right? I actually commented, um, that this, that, that this main event felt like a old school full sale main event when it was just an hour mm. and you had like, yeah. um, Zane and, Cole and, C- and Cesaro having those like 10 minute sprints as main events. That's what it felt like to me. And that's kind of exciting. And that's where I kind of see those kind of old school guys sitting a little bit because it does jar you a little bit, doesn't it? When you watch all these new guys come in and then you see um, Bartel and Eichner and they're great, but it just, it just feels odd. It, it really does. I think. I think it, it does feel odd, Ross. I think that's that's spot on. Um, and throughout all those matches, I was like, I was genuinely thinking the young lads was going to win all the time. I actually thought what was going to happen. I didn't. Re- we'll get to Kyle O'Reilly in a bit. I don't know. Not read any of the the dirt sheets or anything to know how much truth there was in that. But I was thinking that um, the artist formerly known as Rex Steiner. Uh, I'll drop it now. Bron Breaker, fuck me. Was um, I thought when he beat LA Knight, he was going to take LA Knight's spot, and I thought 
they might put the strap on him yeah. in this new world world. I was like, I think that might happen. And I was watching but, it, I was like, this could well happen, you know? And yeah. actually, it might not be the worst thing in the world if it does happen. But um, what do you think about putting the strap on Champa? Um, yeah, I think I think as yeah, we might as well might as well stay there in the main. I was I was just watching it, really, really hoping that Pete would win. Um, obviously, selfish reasons. He's a progress lad, and but the the, um, and, the um, fightful um, thing of um, announcing that he'd signed his, his three year yeah, deal, like yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and, and, think, and I do you think that so in him not getting the strap in that kind of way of like, oh, it's got out, let's change plans sort of thing? Mm. Or it was always... I mean, is that to a level that they'd care, WB? I'm not sure. Maybe. I mean, they've done very similar things in the past, haven't they, <laughs> if, you, if you believe the sources. But I think it just... Yeah, because at the time I was like, oh my God, they, they are going to, you know, I think there's probably a lot of people. It's because before, funnily enough, I thought that Kyle was the slight favourite, not even though, you know, I have been watching him for the past couple of months and realised that he's not he's not got over the way that they expected him to. But I still thought out of everyone in it, I was kind of veering towards him. Um, yeah. Because he was a face as well. But then with um, with kind of Champa's second favourite. But, but then that news for P, I kind of bought in and believed, oh, oh God, this is going to happen. So I was a bit disappointed when, when it didn't. And, and actually out of all the options, Champer is the most boring one. And I, and I, you know, and I'm not as anti-Champer as a lot of people are, but it, it just seems to be a bit of a strange choice. And, and I think, and especially in the end segment, do we think he's a transitional champion? It, it would appear that way, wouldn't it? Um, it I'm assuming that... Um... I'm going to carry on calling him Steiner. <laughs> um, Jack, can we address Bron Breaker as a name for a second? <laughs> I can't really remember anything worse. <laughs> so yeah, Bron Breaker. Do we discuss Bron Breaker at the same time as Von Wagner? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Two names that have very similar syllable sounds and have got ridiculous names. Yeah. Hopefully that, well, like there's absolutely no reason for it. They, they, they can just called him Steiner from the start, but hopefully that's some kind of like storyline driven thing where he feels like he didn't earn the right to have the name or whatever. And then, you know, does some cool shit and gets christened it by his dad or something. Yeah. Does a Frankensteiner or something. (laughs) (laughs) Some kind of math. Scott's. But I mean, I mean, out of the new talent, uh, both of those lads, I thought, and the uh, well, we've seen the Creed brothers before, but all four of them look look good, right? Yeah, so I mean, considering how raw they are, um, they're definitely a different style, aren't they? Um, you don't really see that style anywhere else, I would argue. Yeah, yeah. But Apart, uh, if you go back and watch, like nineteen ninety five Steiners. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was, I was impressed with all four of them. I also thought the new addition to the... Um, I've not seen a wrestle, but I thought she had a good look as well, the new addition to um, Diamond Mine. Yeah, what is it about these mad, muscular females at the moment in um, wrestling? Um, you've got... Um, obviously, you've got um, um, the girl from um, Santos's group as well. She looked oh, yeah. brutal last week. 
Yeah. Oh, that, that actually that one. That um, again, it's weird that I'm saying all good things about NXT, but <laughs> saying it wasn't for me. But the I thought that match was better than I expected. The Mandy Rose six man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, you. Um, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I had a little tweet to go out. Like I've been noticing it a fair bit, but but I, did, but I didn't want to say anything in case I jinxed it. But I think I'm comfortable enough to say now that Caden Carter might be the most improved wrestler of 2021. I think she's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, she, I mean, she was she was good in the... She looked green in the CWC, but she was entertaining, wasn't she? And now she's getting just... She's rounding her edges a little bit, isn't she? Absolutely. But still yeah. having that kind of the flashy stuff. She, and she has the like smoothness of an Ember Moon as well, which is something that I, that I always look for. Like, she, like, she's not doing simplistic moves and stuff in that ring. And she pulls no. it off. Pretty yeah, and, and, and actually, from, from, from in the first place, she wasn't, even when she debuted, she wasn't doing simplistic moves, but they looked a little bit exactly. ropey. Well, exactly. now they, they do look a lot tighter, don't they? Yeah. While Casey's the one who's still the, the greener of the two, obviously, quite yeah. clearly. But um, yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was really surprised by how good that was. Well, on, are like, you a big fan of um, the Sweet Dream style theme? Yeah. Like the um, is that, is that as a result of NXT, it's like we're not going to pay for the rights, but we're going to try and get as close to real music as we can. <laughs> um, the um, oh, not Mandy's knee. I love that. I love that finish. She's been using that that a big knee for for some time, actually. Um, weirdly, on the main roster, the way that she wrestled, oh. kind of NXT style wrestling, but her character obviously was far from that. And there was a yeah. juxtaposition between her character and the wrestling. And now that she's on mm. NXT, it, like it's actually a, a far bigger click for me. I think. Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Again, and, and, and it's, <laughs> let's keep going back to it. Just to, said all positive things about it, but just uh, like, and it was another one. Yeah, it did, everything they did, they did well. That's why I'm not not slagging it off. I just think there, there wasn't anything there that hooked me and went, "I'm not." I'll I'll probably I'll probably give another couple of weeks to be honest yeah. and see how it goes but I just it, it just and I think the problem is that it's got is and it's good that it's different you know that's what we want in wrestling we want variety but I think next to AEW I just think in terms of the use of my time you think just yeah, yeah. feels a lot more interesting and entertaining it'll be interesting to see um, how um, much time they give Kushida strong next week because on paper yeah. that's not like 20 minute banger on it but in this new style of like Will it just get the eight minutes that you expect now? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, don't know, don't know. The um, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, or maybe it was because it was like the first week they wanted to cram loads of stuff into it, so they had to keep give keep their main less. And actually, maybe Roddy and Kashida will get main plus index. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Time wise, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, or maybe not not quite that much, but still a bit more, like fifteen minutes rather than ten. Because I don't know the exact times, but that felt about ten minutes that match, didn't it? Um, yeah. If they'd given fifteen instead, um, and also it's singles as well, so it'll probably feel less rushed, even if it is just the, the same length match. So Ross, I'll, I'll hand over to you for this. I guess this last bit because it's uh, um, not to be a party pooper, but it's not really what I'm into when it comes to. <laughs> wrestling or entertainment as much as i love indy hartwell um and some of the other people involved but what <laughs> did you enjoy the wedding i thought that that, that it was absolutely brilliant i'm i'm sure that you're going to have maybe differing opinions but i thought for a 20 minute segment where 
they're just marrying off two people that aren't really getting married. They got over so many people in that um, in that um, segment. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, from Gargano being funny as hell, from um, new people like Chase, who had this little um, moment, um, and and the crowd stayed with them the whole way. Did, did you notice that there was one guy that did a heckle about something, remember something about like something like alimony money or something? I can't remember exactly what. Um, what was heckled, but the crowd kind of booed him down and was just like, let's just enjoy this sort of thing. It was quite a, a, yeah. it was quite a lovely moment. And I love the fact that they, um, that they did the um, package at the start because it showed actually it's been a really long-term, well-thought-out, well-told story. Yeah, the, the crowd were, were red hot for it, right? I, like, just completely red hot for it. Like, um, but interestingly, in terms of the long story, that made me think, when I was watching it at the time, I remember when um, they brought in the Dexter Loomis character and we chatted a bit about you know Samuel Shaw and, and the stuff he did when it was like a, a very, very similar gimmick. He had an impact. And we are saying, how's the longevity? How does this character work? And <laughs> I don't think any of us <laughs> predicted this. <laughs> 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 a romantic angle that would be probably the most over thing in NXT is <laughs> not uh, sometimes we do have a usually accidental crystal ball working on this on this pod but that was one that I don't think anyone anyone would have thought it's mad when you think about it but what what now is it going to be him and is it going to be like uh, are they going to do maybe him and Johnny as like a kind of an odd couple tag team or how, how is it going to work yeah, well, that's that's quite the interesting thing, I guess, with Austin Theory back now. Um, mm. Or 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 are they or, or are the way almost a um a like Freebird team at this point? Where you can have yeah, yeah, okay. um, Loomis, Theory, and Johnny, because obviously um, Candice is pregnant, right? Like like real life pregnant. Oh, is she? Oh, that's lovely. Um, so I'm assuming that Gargano might be going away soon enough. All right. Although, oh, so, so, so they could they could do Theory and Loomis maybe as an odd couple tag team and see how that yeah, goes. Yeah. Then I'm not sure. And obviously they've they've uh, done that, haven't they? Um, in the past, um, with um those two where he was weirdly kidnapped, but Theory liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but I think having it as it because now it's like that part same. of the story of him kind of been becoming part of the way i guess like he's now part of that faction or whatever you want to call it so i think now rather than it being like a a journey piece it can just be a oh this is just an odd couple tag team from now on maybe i'm not sure and it's, it's really hard to know what what nxt 2.0 is and what they're going to do with stuff like that but i don't know if that main eventing it is a bit of a an end of that piece or they are going to do do kind of more keep doing wacky storylines I'm, I'm not sure it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because, like you say, that we still don't really know what what it's going to be. Because it was the first show, and it was stacked, wasn't it? It, it was absolutely balls yeah. to the wall with um, storylines and introducing new characters and, and whatnot. And and similar to what we were saying about AEW, where they can't just keep on debuting these these stars <laughs> week in week out. Like once once it settles down, it's when we're going to really see, I guess, isn't it? Because I guess it's still in transition, really. Even though we have now had the the main transitions to the new studio and whatnot. And I'll give you, give you one final question to, to wrap up Ross, because um, it's hard to speculate on Joe with what's happening. But I think one thing maybe we can touch on Kyler Riley 
does he have a future in NXT? Well, this or is in the WWE, thing. should I say? Um, you've actually got. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the but, but the draft is happening in two weeks' time. I think. Oh right. So I think that we could see a few of the older guys get drafted. Mm. I don't know if Carl fits that or or Joe or um, I think definitely someone like Dakota Kai might go mm. main roster. Um, yeah, that's a good shout. And hopefully they get used more than Tony Storm, who who came on SmackDown for one episode and disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the draft special in two weeks. Are you going to host Ross? <laughs> so, um, the fantasy draft, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds good mate right well um yeah so so let's wrap it up there so you can go watch uh bristol um yeah. and the uh the, yeah the joe moral derby and then we'll um yeah so hopefully hopefully i say see you all we won't but <laughs> that's not how the medium works is it but hopefully all, all listeners come back next week for for more lols and we'll hopefully have a bit of a a bit of a longer episode and with a few more lads in yeah, let's not um, promise too much, but um, fingers crossed that we <laughs> that we have uh, a full house um, back to the usual setup and um, record on a day where we can speak about a few more things rather than just NXT. And uh, so we just end it on sending out our love to Big E. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I read about that. That is l- lovely. I didn't see it, but absolutely love him. I think that's that's a great move. Absolutely, he's got yeah. the strap. Very, and it's the, and it's and again, just to confirm, it's the it's the WWE, not the Universal, isn't it? So he's in the lineage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the lineage. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a new Roman Reigns stable, doesn't it? But <laughs> we just need uh, Woods to get the hat trick. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> right, have, have a good one, mate. Enjoy, and um, yeah, bye, bye, week. listeners. Cheers, mate. Bye, Matt. All right, scholars, there we have it. Episode 27 in the books. What an absolute treat that was, not just for the NXT 2.0 chat. I think the title of this episode should be Ross Thinks NXT 2.0 is Better Than All Out. But uh, just for it being such a breeze to edit, 26 minutes and 28 seconds I've got here on the watch. Just an absolute breeze for me sitting here in my classroom editing. Hey, hopefully I'll be back next week. Hopefully all the boys will be back next week and the regular segments are back next week. Hopefully you'll be back too, dear listener. Thanks to Matt Brummett. Thanks to Ross Casey. And thank you most of all to you, dear listener. We'll catch you next week. Until then, though, drink lots of water. Look after you, mates.